Hello, welcome to Being Witchy. I'm your host, Michelle Lorraine. Today is October 9th, 2021. This is our first episode, really excited. I want to share with you a lot of what it's like to be witchy. What does it mean? Why do people choose this path? What is this all about? A lot of people associate being witchy or witches and witchcraft with the Salem witch burnings. That's what we think of when we think of a witch and we think of Halloween and something to dress up as because for many, many years, people thought that witches were evil and bad and wicked and stirring up toads and cauldrons. So this is the common image that most people have of witches, which is fun and it's okay. And it's a nice general way of seeing them and being a witch for Halloween. Um, you can make your face green with makeup paint and put a wart on your nose and go with all of that. But on the other side, there are actual people wanting to explore a real path of witchcraft. And that's what this podcast is about. I recently discovered this path myself and it's going to be a little bit of a funny story for you. I was laying awake in bed and many nights I couldn't sleep. There are a lot of things that happened in my life that I just really couldn't get closure on. So that's the best way to say it. Um, there are some things that happened that I just couldn't control. And I know you guys can relate. You can, you've had things in your life where other people have made a decision on your behalf, or there was just a situation that really wasn't the one you wanted and just ouch, right? It just hurts. It's hard. It's, you don't know why sometimes you can't have that kind of outcome that you really want. So, and there's nothing that can be done about it. There's nothing that you can do to change that outcome. No way to go back in time. And yet here I was in bed, waking up in the middle of the night, every night, months on end, just ruminating and thinking, okay, I'm, all I'm doing is thinking about this and it's not doing me any good. And of course, a lot of people say, oh, just let go. Just stop thinking about it. Well, I don't know about you, but me and a lot of other humans in the, in the world really sometimes can't just turn it off. Can't just stop thinking about that thing. You know, eventually time makes it where you can stop. Time makes it where, you know, if you, you didn't get a certain outcome that you wanted, um, eventually life circumstances change and you get to a point where you finally don't think about it anymore. But <clears throat> a lot of us need something a little bit more immediate than that with having a sense of closure, having a sense of control, um, feeling like there's something out there that's kind of pushing against us. And while it may work or not work, a lot of people think, you know what, let me go ahead. Oh, okay. I'm just going to say it. I think this, I thought this, 
I am, I had a friend say, you know what, when that same thing happened to me, what I did was I wrote it down, I lit a candle, I made a wish, and I burned the piece of paper. And then I burned some incense to rejuvenate myself, to give more power to that wish. And then I added some coins to a wishing basket. And then I went outside and grounded with uh, the grass and the trees and really tried to connect uh, with, with something. So she said, I, I don't know if it works, but it definitely has a placebo effect that works for me. And so I gave that some more thought and I was like, yeah, that really is something that could help me. If I'm awake at 3.30 in the morning and this thing that's on my mind that I can do absolutely nothing about and yet here I am thinking about it again, give, I, now I have something to do. Now I can just go ahead and get up and do something about it. And that's kind of the practice of witchcraft. It is an attempt to solve a problem. And for a lot of people, they take it very seriously. It's something that can be connected with paganism, with um, other non-theist practices that is, well, I guess paganism actually does have their, their deities, but um, merely purely for the placebo effect, even if you know it is, I think it's called labeled placebo, then you actually have a way to manage your emotion. You have a way to take whatever you're ruminating on and do something, light a candle, say something, write it on a piece of paper, maybe surround your candle with uh, a crystal that has a color meaning. Uh, you can look up various spells and just doing the ritual, doing that perform the performative tangible thing. And not only that, it smells good, it's pretty. Just looking at a candle flame can be calming. And if you think about it from a human experience, all of the things that a spell pulls in are things from nature and things that naturally help calm a human body and mind. So for example, the just looking at a flame of a fire can be visually stimulating and soothing. Smelling some aromas can be a distraction from what the mind is thinking about a problem. Uh, going outside and getting some fresh air, that extra oxygen is actually very calming and soothing. So there is some actual science-based effect there that we all know about, but doing that performative ritual has the user, and I'll be honest with me, uh, gives a sense of closure, a sense of peace, calm, and a way to just move on. I've done something about it, and now I can set this down and move on to the next thing. So that's a lot of the reason that people get into witchcraft. And at first it feels really funny. It feels funny to say, it feels funny to say, this is what I'm doing. But once you 
get over that. It may take a couple of months. It may be something you never want to talk about. Maybe it's something that's just private to you and that you want to do, and that's okay. They say, they call that being in the broom closet. And if you want to live in the broom closet and that's fine, there's a thing called quote unquote evil eye. I'm sure you guys have heard about this and there's lots of jewelry around that, but really that means judgment from others or having others perceive you differently based off of what you do. So we oftentimes don't really want to talk about it because of what I just said in the beginning of the episode. We think a lot of people think it's just something for Halloween or something in the in history with the Salem witch trials and witches burning at the stake and oh they're evil and bad and awful. Well, when you take a deeper look at the history of the Salem burning witch trials, it was just really um, a war against women. It was looking at a woman who was using herbal concoctions to try to help people heal from their ailments. And because sometimes they worked, she was considered using magical powers. Um, she would do prayers, incantations, spells, whatever you want to call them to sort of add her will to and, and power to that healing. And again, that's probably something that didn't scientifically tangibly have an effect, but because that was paired with it, uh, a lot of people would think that that was what made her evil, that she had some sort of access to a demon world or something like that. Um, and for people who do have spiritual beliefs and practices, I don't want to discount that. There are many, many people that have uh, more of a deeper connection with something beyond this plane. But a lot, a lot of people don't, and that's okay too. Either way, you can practice it and utilize it and get something out of it. And that whole thing with the brooms, there is um, something about the jumping over the broom to initiate a harvest or some celebration. I, I really have to look it up a little bit more, but that's where witches on broomsticks comes from. And, you know, not really flying high in the air, but, you know, jumping over a broomstick is a little bit of flying for humans and it's not much, <laughs> but it is what has been associated with witches. So anyway, I am so happy that you joined me for this podcast and just getting started talking about being witchy. It's fun, it's soothing, it's satisfying, it gives us a sense of power and control, peace, closure, and there's lots more to talk about. In the next episode, I'll talk about what are some ways you can get started if you're interested and we can talk a little bit more about the tools of the trade not necessarily just for beginners but those who have been doing it for a while may want to listen in and see if they can pick up some more new information and uh, with that i want to leave you with a journal writing prompt for the day one of the things that is very beneficial with the practice of witchcraft is writing what your intentions are 
And that's really what a spell is, is you are focusing your intentions for your life. And if you think about it, it's like steering the wheel of your car. Wherever you're looking, your body is naturally going to steer. So if you're looking to the right, your vehicle is going to veer to the right without you even realizing it. So this is what those writing down of the intentions uh, help with. It's like steering the car of your life and you want to steer it in the direction that you want to go. The more you write down your intentions, act toward your intentions, talk about your intentions with other that constant moving in that particular direction is really going to help you get closer and closer to that goal. So your journal writing prompt for today is, where am I going? A lot of people think they know where they're going, but where are you really going? Where have you been truly steering your life and yourself? Have you been steering it in a path of service to others, maybe beyond tending to your own physical needs or emotional needs, and maybe you need to kind of pull back and go a little bit more forward toward balancing, helping others and meeting the needs that that you have as well. Or is it maybe a particular direction that you want to go in your career? Has your feeling about your career changed? Maybe you don't want to be doing what you're doing right now. And what could you do to steer yourself into a different direction? Maybe what are some new things that you can try in relationships just to steer yourself there? Are you saying yes too much? Are you not saying no often enough? Are you setting boundaries appropriately? Are you stressing yourself out? What can you do in that direction to set your goal of intention for protecting yourself and your mental health and your body health and keep from stressing? What can you do to say no to block that if that's something that you don't normally do? So think about a new intention, new goal, new path, a new way of of moving your life forward. That would be your journal writing prompt. I recommend getting any old notebook. There's no need to get anything big and fancy, just something that you can pick up at the dollar store for 50 cents and just that's your book. And you can make it beautiful and fun if you feel artistic. Doodle in it, draw in it, whatever comes to heart and mind. Even if you see things that you want to apply in there, there's journal uh, tags and and stickers and ribbons and paint and just make it yours you know um, just have fun with it and that's the thing that really will help you distract you know starting off that with that first distraction of anything that comes at you that may be challenging today sit down and have a little bit of journal writing and help steer keep yourself on the road to where you want to go. All right, so we're going to end this episode with a tarot reading card. And I've pulled the two of wands for general direction and path today. The two of wands means that you have something to share with the world. 
you have a direction that you need to go. So speaking of that journal prompt, this is the direction that uh, you need to think about too. You, you have two things weighing in your life and you, uh, whether it's finances, if you need to make a big money move, but you don't wanna be too risky should you hold back. Writing in your journal is gonna help you really figure out if that's the right move for you. And are you holding back due to fear? Are you needing to hold back because you have responsibilities and obligations that you need to meet? Weigh those, weigh the pros and cons of both. See what really makes sense. Make sure that there's, if you do take a risk, that the payoff is big. You wanna make sure that you know with that risk, there will be a big payoff. Um, with your relationships, there may be someone in your life that you need to approach and talk to and say, hey, this is how things have been, but I'd like it to be different. I'd like it to be better. I'd like it to be more. Um, think about those relationships in your life and what is it that you're getting out of them? What is it there that you are putting into them? It should be reciprocal. Um, you definitely want to be understanding of other people's situations. Everyone's going through something, right? So if you haven't heard from someone in a while, maybe they're going through some stress and just haven't wanted to talk about it. So make a decision as to whether or not you want to reach out. Uh, some relationships really are worth the effort. So um, what we give sometimes is what we receive. And if there's a relationship that's really important to you, um, make a bold move and reach out and to that person directly and not just in a comment on social media but just really directly in a message or a phone call or text or something just to say hey you're on my mind and I want to talk about this thing and this relationship matters to us um, with regards to career you want to really think about that direction that you want to go uh, perhaps something is coming up where you'll be approached for a new opportunity in another place or maybe a new work project will be suggested and that's something that you're going to need to weigh and determine um, again it's a kind of a time of bold moves do you want to take a bold move what is the payoff really think about what that payoff is going to be and then with your love relationships with your significant other? Are you doing anything to really cultivate those loving relationships? Are you um, with the love of your life? Are you doing the things that you did when you were dating? Have you stopped doing any of those things? If you've stopped, pick up something that you used to do, something that they were absolutely charmed by and that can rejuvenate a relationship that has existed for a while and it can certainly add spark and fire to one that's developing right now. So with that, I'm going to close out this episode. We're almost at 20 minutes, which is the goal that I'm shooting for with these episodes. It has been lovely to talk to you about being witchy, help you with your practice. And thank you again for joining me and have a wonderful, beautiful, blessed day. Thank you.